The Flicks Book Club. The Flicks Book Club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, welcome to the Flicks Book Club. I'm Steve McDonald. Casey Aurora. Hey, I'm Dennis Rooney. Check us out at flicksbookclub.com. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and all those fun places. This week, we watched Primer. Uh, It is a 2004 uh, sci-fi film uh, written, directed, and starred in by Shane Currith. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Shane. Shane. Right. Uh, Shane Currith. Right. Uh, This is a... This is a movie about time travel, mm-hmm. um, except for it's a very, like, like I, I want to say, and it's not, but I want to say a reasonable movie about time travel. I would say it is. And, and reasonable is a good word. Yeah. Where it's essentially like, it's like some guys figured out time travel ex- kind of accidentally mm-hmm. while they were doing some other stuff that they don't even really get into. It's a movie about time travel written by, like, engineers. Yeah, it's a very like engineer science yeah. heavy time travel. Right. Uh, that simultaneously doesn't feel like it explains anything. Uh, Why'd you pick it? I picked it because this was the first movie that I saw that was like an art house film when mm-hmm. I was in film school. Right. And uh, it's always stuck with me because I like sci-fi. I like, uh, I especially like realistic sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this movie just goes in such weird. Wet, like this, d- so many weird things happen in right. this movie, and, and it, it is so just like twists and turns of like where because it, it's feeding back in on itself with time travel stuff. And so, I picked it based on the fact that I just thought it was such an interesting movie, and it stuck with me for years. You as wanted being, us to see it because you knew Casey, yeah, and that I, I wanted you guys right. to, I wanted you guys, but to you see also it, enjoyed I, it, and you said, I want these guys, you know, want to see what they think. So, we yeah, kind of know by that answer think. that you mean stream it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm going with stream it. Okay, I'm gonna say don't watch this movie. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is Dennis Rooney. Don't watch Primer. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about it. But for right now, right, don't watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with don't stream it. Uh, not as intense uh, as what <laughs> Dennis did. I'm just playing it like the movie R- does. Right, just flat out. Right. Yeah. Don't watch this. Movie. Okay, I'm gonna. It's a low budget indie film. Uh, if they had invented time travel, they should have went back in time and gotten <laughs> money for the movie to make it better. See here, all right, we'll get into it in a second. We'll get into it in a second. Come back in a second. After, after the Isn't clip. there some sort of glass or transparent? I don't know of anything that can use the window. Irex. Yeah, man. Okay, drop it. I don't know of anything that's not going to leave a gap in the field. But we got to see what's going on in there. How much does that cost? Yeah. What? You want to put my camcorder inside the box? It's so dangerous we can't look into it. Are we back? Okay, we're okay, back. Okay, hold on. Before yeah. we get started, I just want to say, I know I was intense. Don't watch this movie. Right. But I guarantee you I enjoyed and I'm more impressed by this movie than KC is. KC probably has a real resounding dislike for this movie. Mm. I'm just saying don't watch this movie. Okay. I don't... Okay, I'm going to need... I want I'm a better need, explanation. I'm the from only you. one. I'm only one. I'm the. I picked it, and I'm also the only one at the table who liked it. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this happens a lot. Yeah. Like this for either, no, no, no. See, this is the thing: is is that I either pick a movie that either that it's like I like it, you guys hate it, yes, or I like it and it like changes your lives. Right. <laughs> okay. I can agree That's, with that. Hold on. <laughs> That's really one. That's episode one. That's, deep water. That's deep water. When have you changed our lives? I'm since be honest, then? Maybe I'm sure. Oh no! How yeah. To survive wait. a plague. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. 
All right, you know what I things? had a few yeah. mandates after the that. The good, yes. the bad, and the weird. No, that wasn't one. No, that wasn't. Yeah, one. you <laughs> changed my life for the worse. Right. Um, I don't even know if we aired that episode yet. I don't, I don't think we even, did. I it's coming know. out. It's a bottle episode. All right, you want a better understanding? Right, of, I okay. do. I want to understand. This movie looks great. It's a f- really cool original story right. about a topic that's been beaten into the ground: time okay. travel. Yes. And I'm one of those guys who believes like there's no. Like, nothing's done. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make another hundred time travel movies and they could still be great if yeah. they're done right. This movie was made for $7,000. Our boy Shane did everything. Like, right. everything in the movie. Yeah. Everyone everyone did everything. If you look at uh, the production team, yeah, yeah, all, it's all the cast members who are doing the production. Yeah. This is a real, like, blue-collar, like, homegrown movie. Bare bones. I mean, this is, this is one of those movies that was, like, the the epitome of an indie film calling in favors shooting yeah. probably illegally you right. know no and like the i know that um i remember this because that was one of the like the things because i was in film school when i went and saw it was that it was like it was one of those moments of like these guys made this movie for like seven grand right and it so was like in the theater and it, and gave, it had won all these awards and it gave and the rest like of that. you and your class of losers hope <laughs> <laughs> that's mean. That's that's <laughs> that's mean. That's not. But I that's did not, not com- like this movie. That's not completely wrong. The only problem we have is that I have a better job than you. Uh, oh, oh man! Well, but congrats, the thing dying is, behind a desk. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that uh, when. Like like the guy that uh you know the part in the movie where he's talking uh, where he's talking to like the bearded guy and he's like tell me what you just told him yeah like, tell me what you just told him right that's the guy that owns that facility like he owns that he Fantastic. owns that place and he owns like the like the whole lab set up and like all of mm-hmm. that stuff he was the guy that owned that place and they asked him like could we please shoot here and he was like if you'll let me be in the movie then sure that's great and so it was like that's why he's got like two lines that he's just repeating like twice back I and love forth that. Mm. um. But yeah, I think that like when when I first watched this movie, I consider this to easily be the most confusing time travel movie. I'll agree with that. Ever. Like and I think Time Crimes, which isn't streaming right now, I don't think on Netflix, but it w- has and will in the future again, is pretty confusing, but I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. This time movie, Traveler's Wife. It's like simple a, and good. He always brings up Time Traveler's Wife. I, I can't I, believe yeah. you enjoyed that film. It's such a good movie. This movie, it felt like I picked it on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it just told me how stupid I was <laughs> for 80 minutes. <laughs> 80 minutes of like, hey, you know this movie you should love? Right. Here's some gibberish. I thought here's I really... A, here's a vague plot. Here's too much dialogue that you can't decipher through. Right. You have no idea what's going on. You're an idiot. I thought you were going <laughs> to like this. And I then really the credits did. rolled. I, yeah. I honestly thought, I thought you were going to like this, and I thought you weren't. I wanted right. to. Okay, man. and that right. by that, because I'm pointing, I mean Dennis was going <laughs> to like it. I thought Dennis was going to like it, and I thought Casey was going to hate it. Right, right. And my assumption on that was going to be that, that Dennis, I thought you were going to like it because it was going to be that it was that kind of like grounded and it's dark realistic it's dark but it's yeah. not too dark it's not that and, dark and I'd like say. it makes it could have been a lot darker it makes sense in a certain way like in the sense of like it is a very realistic like what might happen if you discover time travel uh, and I thought that Casey was going to hate it because they didn't spend any money. Uh, <laughs> there was just, just, it was like it was like he was just going to watch and be like, "This is grainy, and I hate it." Hey, show me Fast and the Furious. Hey, wait, wait a minute, those work shirts are out of style. Is this a movie? 
<laughs> Did I get fooled? Look, okay. this, this, the thing is, is that I just can't handle that they keep their ties on for most of the First time. Of all, it's a problem. In, in defense of the graininess, uh, I didn't mind the graininess. It actually helped me overlook the fact that those shirts were out of style. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know what? I did like the graininess too. Yeah, I, I liked I a liked lot it. about this film, but this movie is not fun to watch. Uh, you know, it's funny. You're like, well, no, no, oh, it's don't not get me wrong. Dark, but it's I not it was like, dark. like it's not a fun movie. It's not. It's, it's not even really an entertaining movie. I think no, it's not. I think what's I think the fun about it. Honestly, is watching it and figuring out what the hell is going on. No. This movie is a fun watch for people who know going in, like, hey, future filmmakers, like your class, not to make fun of you the way KC did, right. but it's fun to watch when you're like, this is something I want to do. Here's a fantastic example of doing something real low budget and still right. making a great <clears throat> film. Right. Uh, <laughs> it gives like, for $7,000, it's a super impressive movie. It was like there's so many things that are well done and the idea is cool and like they didn't dumb it down for the audience. I did some reading about it afterwards, mostly trying to understand what was going on, which yeah. did not help. But like they said, they were like, we're not going to dumb this down. This dude Shane was like a real engineer, I think, or a mathematician, and he yeah. was like, he was like, obviously there's going to be sci-fi elements where we don't explain and we kind of allude to it because that's what sci-fi does and that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, like they never explain how this works, but they do say it's like it was simple. It was kind of under our nose the whole time. It's just heat and energy and all this stuff we already mm. knew. Yeah. We just made it work for us. So I like that. But then at the same time, they throw all this jargon at you and I'm trying to follow dialogue and I just get completely lost. There, I think there are only two groups of people who could really like this movie. People who understand this time travel engineering jargon and people who really respect making a movie for pennies. <laughs> so See, I thought no, you were no. going to say nerds and geeks. Uh, I mean, that's maybe the nicest I could possibly be. I think, I think that there is, there is a third one to that, and it's where you can overlook this. You can overlook the technical jargon and look into this idea of like, of like of almost like two people who have a secret mm. not being able to trust one another right and not like that human element of trying to uh, of time travel and mm-hmm. of like this weird like thing is that there there's so many things that are that are odd to it where it's like you don't quite know who's in the boxes at whatever time and you well, don't we know should how talk many about the plot a little bit right are. yeah if we i mean so the movie's about time travel, but and really succinct, like in three sentences, because it'll help me. I'm not saying because you're long-winded, because I need to help. Be, <laughs> I need help understanding this. At this what is, point? This is the. This is things go crazy for them. This is what happened. Is is that or this is what this movie is about? Is that one go. two guys develop a machine that can send an object back in time, and how it sends it back in time is that it gets it stuck in a time loop between point A and point B. Point A is when you turn it on, point B is when you turn it off. And the, that object will bounce between point A and point B. So if you turn it on and then you enter into it at point B, mm-hmm. then it will send you back in time to point A when you turned it on. So that's okay. the box. Right. That's what that is. Okay. So lost already. These no, guys, that makes sense. I'm that makes it, sense. I'm with it, I'm with that it. makes sense. So these guys essentially created this time machine accidentally and then realized once they had it that they could they could set up lives for themselves where what they could do is is exactly what possibly any of us could do which is go back in time and like like use the information throughout the day where you where they go to the library and they figure out buying like what stocks they could buy that day can i interject with a question about my understanding of it 
uh, you can only travel back in time for as long as you are willing to be in that box, right? That's why at one point he has to like get the the fluid and stuff to help him like go into a comatose and all that stuff so he could be in there for a long time. You Am can, I correct on that? Yes, but you can only go into the box also for as long as it has been on. Right. So what you can do is is that let's say you wanted to go back five days. You have to turn it on, let it run for five days, and then get in it and stay in the box for five days. And then you'll come out when you and turned you it on. And then you will come out when you turned it on. So you, can, you can't really go oh. back into the past. You can only go back when you turn the box on. Yes. Okay. And I kind of like I kind of got that in the film, huh. but I was still I was yeah see like a, a little huh yeah that's what I'm getting now yeah and and what happens is is that between the two of them they go back multiple times to the extent where they they accidentally cross their own timeline and then they're in a position where essentially if if I were to if I were to start the box wait five hours get in mm. and then go back. But then take the box away when I, once I'm back five hours. Mm-hmm. Now there's two of me because the one of me that is living out his day in the hotel room would try to go back there and get into the box to go back five hours, and the box wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. So then there'd be two of you, right. and you'd be stuck, there, and it would be paradoxical. One of, the, one of the paradox. And so, and See, so at what that point, I started is, to think that these two guys were just gay guys in a storage facility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what this, so, what this movie is, so what this movie and this is what I think the movie does brilliantly in its massive confusion is that it starts to overlap a number of timelines mm-hmm. on top of each other. Right. And you end up in this position where you have where where there is the possibility of so many different people being involved in this thing. And the thing that you need to remember remember is especially if you go multiple days in the future is that Let's say that I you flick mean in the on past, right? No, no, but like, but like, if it's if it if it's okay, multiple days, turn the days, box on and you keep waiting. If it's multiple days, then if I turn the box on on Monday with the intention of getting in on Wednesday, I'm out on Tuesday. I may run into somebody like like the the entire his father-in-law or whoever was now like there's a new one like there's a new father-in-law. That's because the idea is is that he got into the box days after that but he came out of the box way in the like like way in the past because they had had a box running for a number of days when you're only dealing with like eight hours you end up in this position where you can where where it's like you kind of know where you are and you know where other people are but if you're dealing with something that's like six days it becomes this entire thread of like where exactly are you where are all of these things and what huh. little changes that you do start to create a butterfly effect where everything does not go exactly as planned. And they start getting sloppy, and that's and part they of start it. Is getting that what's his name keeps having, having his phone in his pocket. But they also become a little more lax with it. They become a little bit more sloppy. They become a little bit more lax with it. But what they also realize is, is things like they end up in a position where essentially, and this is to me is kind of one of the underlying notes of Shane's character, is that he seems like he's in a position where he doesn't really want to be involved in his life anymore. Like right. he wants to get a, to to get away from the entire thing. And hmm. so what he ends up doing is and this is what I understand at least is that he essentially goes back in time and there's there's he he sets up a scenario where his doppelganger self essentially from the future 
stops his his self from that immediate timeline from getting into the box. So now there's a leftover him, and he can go and do whatever he wants, which is the end of the movie where he's getting on a plane to yeah. go away. And you realize that it's kind of like this this like this entire thing ends up being like a like an allegory for running away from all of your problems that no matter how many times you go back, no matter how many times you try to change things, no matter how you have it, you can have this brilliant invention of time travel, be able to relive days and be able to relive all of these different things. But at the end of the day, if you're an unhappy person, it does not matter how much money you'll end up with. It doesn't matter who you're around. It doesn't matter all these things. No matter how many times you get to redo everything, you still end up in this position where you're unhappy and would rather run away from everything. Yeah. So would you do that? Would you create a duplicate you to live out the life with your fiance and then you run away? I mean, I was just going to no. point out that that was way more than three sentences. Right. <laughs> but I do feel like I have a better understanding, and I do want to know these ha- harder questions. However, I just want to say real quick that that little blurb that you just did I needed that in the fi- I needed the scene in the film where like the Indian dude goes all right everybody listen up and he flips over the dry erase board <laughs> right. and like, this is what we have here and then yeah. they just spell it out for this, you real you know well, if no, they had they, the Indian guy do that if if they had him involved in the project as opposed to keeping it a secret from the other two people because it's four guys it's four guys at the start and then like They'd 40 minutes in, it's like, by the way, this movie's really about only these two guys. Right. And that kind of threw me a little bit. Well, no, bit. it's not 40 minutes in. I mean, you realize... Yeah, like you rea- No, no, you realize in the first really 10 minutes... Really early on that they really don't care that about they the That they really two. don't care about the other guys. It's just that they don't, like, completely cut them out. I didn't yeah. feel that way. I didn't get it. It wasn't clear No, they clear strung them me. along, but they, they were, like, kind of, like, weeding them out slowly. Mm. You know, by closing out the garage and saying there was, like, yeah. an infestation yeah, yeah. of geckos or some nonsense. But yeah, see, I, I needed the that idea of an infestation of geckos. Right. <laughs> I had that. I was dealing. Um, I needed that explanation for me to actually be interested in the movie. Like now yeah. that kind of gets me interested in the movie. Whereas when I'm watching it, I'm literally a uh, dude. I'd slept eight hours and I'm watching the movie and I'm going, why am I getting <laughs> tired? So tired. Right. I'm so is this, you know, like am I in the box? Right. No, I, I kept think thinking. This is this is uh in the same way that I had, I feel like what I feel like we're like I'm like I'm experiencing is what Dennis was experiencing when we watched Chinatown mm. where he was like there's all these subtle <laughs> things yeah. and you idiots just don't get it. Probably right. And and what it what it kind of feels like is is one of these moments where it's like when I was watching Chinatown, mm-hmm. all I was trying to figure out was what is this land water deal that they're doing right. which is is not what Chinatown is about. Yeah. It's an underlying right. subplot. It's a good analogy. So and it seems that you guys have full, either full grasp or zero grasp. Well, no. And what medium grasp all the judge medium grasp all the time. And what it seems like right now, like with you guys, with you guys, like with us talking about the movie now and being able to analyze it a little bit more, is that it's like because the because you guys were so focused on like how does this box work, right? And like, what I wasn't focused on how the box worked. I want. I, I was focused on trying to understand how they u- were using the box. Because especially once they start going back for more than six hours at a time. Yeah. And like, once it starts being days, and especially once the earbud thing comes in, and it's like, I just had to relive this. That when was when I was like, and the shotgun thing. I well, just no, started getting so thrown from the path. I couldn't. And the thing enjoy is, it. is the that to me is is kind of the brilliance of the movie is that if you stop paying attention to. If you stop paying attention to how does the box work, and if you stop paying attention to how are they continually doing all of these things, and you just focus in on the fact that it's it's two people who keep going back in time, 
and you don't and and then you realize as the viewer i don't know how many times they've gone back mm-hmm. and especially with the reality of like of like which one of them built the box yeah See, which one of them which one of them built the box which one of them did all of the things that he was like did all of this may stuff I, may i say this you know i uh i i watched them i'm watching the movie and i'm thinking all right when when did they start how far is it gone uh, I'm thinking about these things, and then I stop thinking about these things because I just don't care. <laughs> oh my God, Casey's pulling a Steven on Steven. He's right, me. right. All right, He's that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. I just didn't care enough about the characters. I didn't care enough about the characters. I didn't care enough about what was going on. I can understand trying that. to keep trying to understand what's going on in itself is difficult. But now, on top of that, these people don't make me care. I'm literally sitting here going. Why? I, I think find a very sympathetic character. Yeah, in I the think film, that, right? It's difficult. I think that uh, that Shane's character is not likable. Like that's yes. why that's why to me the entire like Abe like, isn't likable either. To me, the entire the entire thing of Shane's character is that he is consistently unhappy. Right, and he is consistently in a place where essentially he's like I. This is not my life. Right. Like he's in a place of like, this is not fair Mm. that this is my life, that I don't have any money, that I'm working 50 hours a week at a day job, that I'm then going home and building things in a garage. This is not my life. And I deserve to have a better life than this life, Mm -hmm. which to me is why it's like he creates the doppelganger of himself. It's why. There's, it's why there is these, there are these weird twists and turns where there's this, re, there's this reality that you come into with the entire thing of like, how far back have any of these people gone? Right. That's the question consistently to me of these guys. How is long that it's has like, this machine been on? How long has this machine been on? And simultaneously, well, with when when you find out that there's the that there's the failsafe machine, machine yeah. it then becomes who built the failsafe machine? When when did they turn it on? And how long has it been running? And are there others? Because well, no, you come to this, that, no, no, they explain that, but they don't they explain, explain one. that. They explain one of those, but then when you come back to the reality, that is the first time that. Also, Shane when they started putting boxes inside of boxes, I was like, "What does that even mean for right. anything in the world?" Well, no, and know. it's like what, it, and it, and it becomes this moment where it's when Shane decides to, uh, like when, like that first time when he comes up to when, uh, I'm losing his name when Abe comes up to comes up to Aaron. Not Shane. It's mm. Aaron. Doesn't matter. It's Shane. Uh, it's Shane. But when when Abe comes up to comes up to Shane and is like, and is like, I need to tell you something. And he takes him to the box the first time, like that he's gone back in the, into the past. He's sitting there and he's got an earbud in already. Mm-hmm. In that scene, and the question then becomes, is this is this Shane's first time around or not? Right. Right. We're not told as the viewers how many times. People have already gone back. We don't know between these two people who are actively lying to each other mm. whether they've whether they have gone back in time. We two have, best friends. We right. have no clue what has happened to these two guys. They were two best we have friends. No what idea. secrets are you keeping from me? What are you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> I said they're two best friends. Oh yeah. What kind of what kind of back, I didn't even look at you. What when kind I said of backstory you got behind? Hiding behind? Where's the ear? Do I see an earbud in your thing in your ear? You it's know what's, the Hawks game. You know what's brilliant about this moment is, is uh, that I'm not worried at all because neither of you are my best friend. He's the only one with oh. an earpiece oh. in case. Listen, you're gonna fall Damn. asleep in a box and people are gonna leave you there. I think that's just me dying. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wait, uh, see, I, I just wish I liked this film this more, man. This movie was $7,000. If they'd paid, That's incredible. If they paid an extra 20 bucks, they could have had Steven at the end of it explain the movie. <laughs> 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 All right, I would have been on. down with it. Steven, but like when you watched this movie for the first time, were you excited the whole way through and like being entertained? Like, we, Did you find the film entertaining, though? No, I found it more entertaining uh, the second time that I watched it. Right. This is this is I either hate the fact that I know I'm gonna watch this movie again. This even is either I, didn't like it. I can't remember. This is either the third or the fourth time I've watched it. I would enjoy this and movie. And it still with friends. thoroughly confuses me. This is a friends yeah. kind of like you discuss. This is a movie where if you don't discuss this afterwards, like immediately afterwards, like within the vicinity of your friends, then it's like, why did I watch this? Yeah, I will agree with that. Is that it is the kind of it is the kind of like introspective. The problem that you end up with the, with this movie, and I I no. take issue with this movie, except for I or I would take issue with this, except for I love it. Mm-hmm. Like I love the engineering side of this entire thing. You I love, love this movie. I love that side of the entire okay. thing. I love whenever sci-fi Steven, feels do you love this right. Movie? Do you love answer the question? I like this movie a lot. I wouldn't say I love it. Okay. Okay. Now, are we going to answer the question about would you create this doppelganger version of yourself? You already know my answer. I thought I already answered that. I said no. You said yeah, no. You said no. Well, last week's episode, we asked, uh, you know, if uh, you would just leave everything behind and how much money it would take. Was right. that last week? Yeah, right? but this yeah. is like, and Stephen was begrudgingly. He was like, I feel like I want to do that, but I couldn't. And me and Casey were like, we hate ourselves for knowing that we would. <laughs> right. And I know I would do the go- doppelganger thing. But here's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to do the doppelganger thing. Yeah. Unless it means having all that money. Right. Like the doppelganger thing is too easy of a way out. I just want to disconnect myself from everything in my life. Yeah, but you get this is like if you could. It, there's a version of you living your life uh, according to plan. But then you yourself can now go off in a completely wildly new direction. You're telling me you wouldn't take that opportunity? No, I, I probably would. Right. But I would feel, I might feel worse than if I had just abandoned everybody. Everybody. And hurt them. Well, all everybody is is like my friends and my family. Right. I don't exactly. have a significant other. I don't yeah. have kids. Right. You know what I mean? It'd be pretty so, easy for me to do that. So you'd prefer to hurt them than to just let them be? Would you guys care if there was a doppelganger in your life? Of, and of, you found out that there was some... If I woke up tomorrow and I found out that that you is not really you, but a version of you, and you're... <laughs> and you're <laughs> I just Dennis ripped my just, face off. Right. <laughs> you know what would be funny if you just ripped your face off and died? It's me, though. Blood everywhere. But If you found out it was me, you probably wouldn't care, right? I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care, but like you'd... And I think that for you to not do it is insane. Like, there's a version of you that's fulfilling how you are going to see your life. I don't think it's insane because he wants... His fulfillment is going to come from being in his own life that he's set up. He's worked very hard to set up his life. Yeah, but... Meanwhile, my life is just a byproduct of bad decisions and... Not making decisions. Right. So yeah. I, if I could start cleaning with the doppelganger, sign me up for this box thing. I would easily. I would easily. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even think twice. Right now, If since I understand that from your explanation of the movie, Stephen, I want to watch this movie and try to figure out the engineering so I could do this. <laughs> so I could get away from it all. What do you guys think? Where do you think the name comes from? Primer. I think it's like a paint reference, right? You know, when it's like you put the primer before the paint. Well, you put the primer before the paint. Primer right. is also something you would pump for a machine. You pump a primer right. to get, like, gas into it or something. Right. 
I've never thought about where the name comes from. Well, I'm it's kind of lie. a big deal. You know yeah, what I mean? Jesus. While I was watching the movie, I kept waiting for something about Primer. I mean, it's about there's That's a lot of engineering and mechanical talk in this film. They never mentioned Primer. Primer's not in there. I'm right. not. Yeah, I've I I don't What's know. What's the I've name? Never. I've you never and your friends never over like about discussing why. this. See, Stephen understands the movie, Primer. and I'm sitting back like. Why they call it primer? Right, <laughs> I don't really get it. Meanwhile, I'm going like Jesus. What the Casey's hell? like? Well, I no, thought this was a movie about paint. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I thought I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think that the big thing that you know to me with what you guys dis- dislike about the movie, I think what's really interesting is is that uh, if you if you just take the uh, if you just take all the engineering and you just throw it away. Like, it's just, if you just go with, like, it's guys who don't quite trust each other, who are not quite being honest with each other, getting into a box that takes them into the past, and you stop thinking about but exactly how it works, the reality that it comes down to is is that it creates this really interesting, that's what I think is so interesting about this but movie, it's not is well the narrative about these that. people. They're not. It's not well written for you to care about these people. I think the no, script could have been doctored a little bit, and it could have been fantastic. Film. I don't mean that. Like, like to me, it's not even about like the dialogue that the character said in yeah, different moments. Yeah, the dialogue is terrible. What I'm, what I'm saying is, no, is the dialogue's that good. The there's, dialogue's only one, there's only one section of the dialogue that I really enjoyed. When I wonder guy, if it's the same one I did. Go. When it's like when the guys are when they're saying, "Hey, you know, how does it look that we're just." Uh, you know that we're we're going to this storage facility. It's not what I thought. <laughs> oh no no! When they're both both discussing, like, how does it look that we're just go- both going to a storage facility? You know, doesn't it seem a little suspicious? And, and he's like, and the other guy responds with like, yeah. Well, how does it look to the receptionist of the hotel that two guys are going into a hotel yeah. and spending six, six hours, hours a day? To get, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those were good. My favorite scene in this film, hands down, is when and I keep confusing the names. So it's when the one guy approaches the guy on the bench with the earbud in. And he's like, what if I changed your life, blah, 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 showed you something. And uh, <clears throat> it's later on in the day when they're both sitting on the pickup truck. And he says, listen, what's about to happen is going to freak you out. And I'm not trying to make you look stupid. This is not a prank. I always think in movies where there's that scene where it's like, I got to yeah. show you something, but you can't freak out. Right. And the person always freaks out. I always think I could be the guy who would be able to like explain it in such a way like just calm down don't freak out this is not a prank and I also yeah. think I'd be receptive on the other end where if one of you came in one night and was like I need to show you something and it's the most important I'd be like I'm in okay I believe you right. and then you're playing a prank on me and you're both jerks <laughs> but like that was a great scene because he didn't freak out and he just he kept like babying him like no one's trying to get you on this like there's no like this is just one friend like I'm trying to show you something very important I love that scene well, and I think that to me, like a scene like that and how Shane's character reacts through the rest of the movie, kind of from that point on. Yeah. Everything changes for him right there. Everything mm-hmm. changes for him right there. And I think that to me, that's the most interesting moment. Like that's the most interesting thing about the movie character wise is that from that moment on, Shane's character is in it for himself. Right. And that's all. His brain immediately starts turning. His into brain, like, how can I make in this a way, work for me? It's not even, was though. It's not even like how can I make this yeah. work for myself. But the reality that it comes down to is, and I think that's the most inter- interesting part of the entire thing is, is that all of the mundane stuff at the beginning, where they're kind of like getting rid of the other two guys, and they're like, this is not like like we're not getting the bulk orders that we want. We're getting hacker wannabes, and we're not getting this. We're not getting that. Is that this is to me? It's an amazing depiction of a character who has failed really hard where we don't need to see the failure 
we just need to know like we just know from his existence in just how he presents himself that he has failed really really hard at at the things he wanted to do in life and this is his chance to fix all of that and as it all starts to go wrong he realizes i could just wipe the slate clean so how would you guys not want to do that i mean you steven i just don't i get it okay all right you want to live your life sure but there's somebody who's going to do I all presently, that Because I presently enjoy my existence. Yeah, I mean, I would be so happy to let my existence enjoy itself. I think this is part of why Casey and I still do stand-up and you used to do stand-up. Is that like you're pretty content with your life now and me and you were trying to make this box. Right. And it's just like, I. this is like... I like the idea. I like the idea that you're going to end up... You would end up in this situation where like if you, if the doppelganger you, if the other you... Because mm-hmm. technically you're the doppelganger at that right. point. Yeah. But like if the other you became really famous with stand-up, yeah. how angry would you be? Because you can't do stand-up anymore. Right. No, of course not. Like you can't do any of that anymore. Would you have a moment where you would look at like yourself telling a joke on TV and then have a moment where, that's, where you're like, that's not how I would have done that joke. Can I take <laughs> this one? Can I take this one? Go for Casey it. would be Casey's biggest fan. Let's put it like that. <laughs> this dude sitting at home like, this guy's amazing. Hilarious. <laughs> I just want to say. You'd wonder why like 4,500 CDs were bought in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, just it's just you. Yeah, just me at Let's it. be honest though, Steven. And I know you like the movie. And I hope you understand that I really respect this film. And I want to yeah. like it more. But it's, I just don't it find makes, it entertaining. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Uh, but let's be real. This movie is one of those movies where a lot of people say they really liked it and it's a great movie and they're only saying that. That's they're true. They're just saying that because that this is, is a cool movie to like. Right. You I know could, what I mean? I'm not accusing you. No. But there are a lot of people no, out no, no. there. I, I believe your fandom for this movie. Yeah, I, I believe you. I, yeah. agree, I agree with that 100% because I also know people that love, like there are so many where people are like, I love Citizen Kane. Yeah. It's like Citizen Kane is boring. It's like, a, d- and that's it, what this podcast. And the same with this is that it's like the same with this is that it's like this movie is not is not thoroughly enjoyable. Right. And it, but the thing is, is that it's so I love I what I love it for is its weird murky complexity of like what just happened with all of these the ki- things with, I like with about all film. of these characters who are all the same two people because you don't know which time going yeah. back who's talking to who about what is that it's like okay wait a minute how many times like that's what i love about this movie is how clouded and and misunder and like and how it doesn't make any sense in uh in its ability where as y- as it doesn't make any sense as all the time travel and all the sci-fi starts to not make any sense to me, it feels like it makes so much. Like the whole thing makes so much more sense. I feel like if you like, listen like to this, characters and humans, if you listen to this episode of Flix Book Club, of this movie, watching the movie afterwards would make it a better experience. That's probably true. I actually, yeah, I probably we haven't really given true. you any spoilers, really. Also, right, as really. a side note, you know what this reminded me of a lot what? was uh, was that Duplass Brothers movie that we watched. Yes. Right. Uh, I can't remember the name of a it. A little bit in feeling. What's it that Because mo- it was kind of like, here's the rules. We're right. going to play by them. Yeah. But we don't really know but what's going on. But we don't really on. know what right. the rules are. Sequel? They kind of left it open for a sequel there at the end. What if they call that one paint? 
<laughs> I'm gonna hit you in the face. Well, I mean, before primers, can you make coat it, one? Can it we make a third one. one? Can we make a, a third one that's just like like second coat Tokyo Drift, just to make you happy? <laughs> no, it's called lacquer, you idiot. You don't uh, lacquer. You don't. <laughs> you don't oh lacquer a wall. <laughs> These guys don't know anything about painting or lacquer. You know what my favorite <laughs> thing is? You know what my favorite thing is is that just immediately the Irish construction worker in you came out. Uh, you don't lacquer over primer, dummy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So. so I'm I'm not changing my opinion. Don't watch this movie, right? Or, you, you or watch, watch it. it, but then you gotta you're gonna spend the rest of your life watching this movie like once every eight years and having the same conversation with your friends, and no one's gonna get anywhere. Oh, you know what? Here we go. Watch this that. movie after you listen to this episode. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I want to get in the box right now. Go back, listen to the episode, and then watch the movie for the first time. Right. That doesn't make any sense because you would have already watched the movie. I have a fail-safe box. My, my <laughs> you don't understand how the box works I at all. still don't really <laughs> understand. The real me left this a long time ago. This is why we need doppelgangers right. to talk about yeah. movies we don't understand. Okay. 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 What are we watching, cool. next, we watching week? next week? So next week, we're going to watch... Uh, we're gonna watch the bounty. All right, it's from like eighty one or eighty four or eighty. It's got. By the way, everyone, his his other choices were Top Gun, and Top Gun what? and Rudy, Rudy. And Rudy, Top Gun and Rudy, two classics. And then the bounty, and then some the movie bounty no one's ever heard. None of, of us have ever heard. It's of. a promise. Okay. I made a promise to John. John, you're gonna have to listen to this episode. Cash this one in. Okay. Go check out the website, flicksbookclub.com. Get right. at us on Twitter. Tell us how you feel about this movie. You have to have an opinion. Please. This movie, I want to hear other Can you explain this movie to me a little bit more? Right. Steven did a great job, but I'm still dumb and lost. And that should wrap it up, right? We'll uh, talk yeah. to you next week. Everyone say goodbye. Say goodbye. goodbye. Bye. Bye.